Doing a mic check. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the Unpodcast. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. And my name is John Gibson, and I am also Jim Davis. Well, John, it's another Monday. It's the 20th of November, 1978, and we are looking at the 155th ever Tar. Garfield comic strip. Tar so. The, uh, the days are just flying, flying past. I mean, before long, 1978 will be in the rearview mirror. Yeah, these dog days of November are just, uh, just, it's just a blur. But we're not here to talk about dogs, John. We're here to talk about one very special orange cat. <laughs> nice segue. Thank you. Thank you. I, I almost tried to turn that into like an FM radio dedication. <laughs> you know, one very special orange cat whose owner is sending out this song to him tonight. And it's a it's a very special long distance dedication about kids and pets. And I think that's something we can all relate to, whether we have kids or pets or neither. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners, if you were worried that having only two people on the podcast again would make it shorter than last week, have no not. fear. <laughs> John, what happens in today's strip? Thanks for asking me that question, Chris. Well, you You're see welcome. in today's episode of Garfield, Garfield who is the title character of the strip, <laughs> has an alarm clock for some reason. It is. This is, I think, the first time we have seen Garfield with an alarm clock. Am I correct in, in that? You are 100% correct. It raises a lot of questions, or maybe just one. Why would a cat have an alarm <laughs> clock? I, I Actually, had, that's the I, only one. This is so eerie. I had exactly the same thing in my notes. <laughs> Well, great minds think alike. <laughs> this raises a lot of questions. Well, mainly just one. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Why would a cat have an alarm clock? Uh, uh, yeah, cats uh, Cats don't traditionally use alarm clocks. No, no. I mean, Garfield is a highly untraditional cat. Hmm. Uh, yes, you know, he's sort living of, a modern, sort of an iconoclast lifestyle. Yeah. Um, panel one, John Garfield <clears throat> is in his bed, by which I mean that box that he sleeps in. His blankie mm -hmm. is covering him up there, his famous baby blue blankie. I think it's established in fiction at this point that that is Garfield's bed. Yeah. I don't think we need to and dwell on that too much. No, no, not too much, but it's definitely, yeah, good point. Good, no, no, good, fair yeah, point. Fair like, point. I feel like you're about to, okay, let's dwell on it for a minute. I feel, <laughs> I feel like you're about to say that it's weird that a cat sleeps in a box, and then you realized, wait, that's actually something cats do all the time. Did you have yeah, that? It's not Did that you, weird you, at all. That? It's No, it's, cats love getting in boxes. Because I, I, I went through the same thing at one point. I was like, you know, it's so weird that Garfield has a, a box for a bed. I mean, that's like, like, they, you know, they sell cat beds, and they're, like, soft and cushy and, and, and like, you know, made of pillow, mm. you know? Yeah. But cats, this is true. Cats like fucking boxes. They like they those don't hard give a fuck. corners. They don't give a fuck. 
Yeah, cats will sleep on anything, anywhere. They are well, shameless in that regard. I, I submit that cats actually especially like things that force them into like hard right angles. Mm, that's a good point. John, I'm glad that before we even describe panel one, we're off on a tangent. I'm wondering now if special purpose-built cat beds were even a thing in 1978. I mean, we live today in a decadent degraded society mm -hmm. yep. uh, where the absence of religion or uh, you know civic mindedness togetherness any sort of uh, community life has left us cast adrift on a sea of empty materialism and so we buy purpose-built beds for our cats I'm I not sure that was the case in 1970 I thought you were gonna say it, and that's why things are so great <laughs> <laughs> um i wonder when uh yeah, cat beds know. became a thing like that seems pretty i think like buying a bed uh, for your cat you know i don't think it's i don't think it's more recent than this strip you think people in 1978 were buying special beds for their cats 100 percent and huh. i i have no interest in looking that up to to verify I mean, it's, I can imagine either way, but I, I kind of suspect that most, at least most people in 1978 did not have, um, did not purchase beds for their cats. Maybe like well, a millionaire. I, I don't know that most people. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Sorry, go on. I don't know that most people purchase them now, but they are, they are a thing that is made. Well, I mean, that's definitely true. That's that's um, all I'm saying. Anyway, panel one, as as hinted in our banter so far, mm -hmm. Garfield is in his bed with a with an alarm clock next to. Oh, I I know why the alarm clock is there. Garfield <laughs> Garfield has a thought bubble in this panel. He's thinking ah comma six a.m. and mm -hmm. he's looking at the alarm clock, which. It's this is an analog alarm clock, and it appears to have it appears to be pointing towards six a.m. So this is here to establish that Garfield is not just like making up what time it is. Yeah, I mean within fiction, it makes sense that there's an alarm clock within fiction. Yeah, 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 yeah. within fiction. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not, I'm not questioning that the clock is serving a useful function in today's strip. I am I am not sold on. The argument, that, and I, I, neither of us has made this argument. I want to be clear, uh -huh. but the argument or the proposition that this is a well-drawn alarm clock—if anybody wants to make that—I, I, I want to disagree with that because this is this, <laughs> this thing is terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm with you there. It looks it's... like it's made out of clay, <laughs> <laughs> like neon it's green very clay. Large. It's very large. It's very like. It, uh, elongated, like it's much mm -hmm. taller than it is wide. Unless that's, mm. I mean, I guess a little bit of that is the perspective, but eh. And the bell on the top seems kind of misshapen. Something's and so wrong on. with that bell. It's like don't the <clears throat> that that style of of alarm clock with the bell on top. Now maybe I'm mm -hmm. wrong about this, but aren't there usually two bells? Mm -hmm. Is it usually like one on either side, and there's like a a like a, a double hammer that seesaws in between them isn't that usually how it is 
I've never had John, an alarm clock like this, so I, I, I don't know. I I have to admit, I think you are correct. I'm not certain because instead of listening to you, yeah. I was Googling a uh, history of pet furniture. I, I thought as much. Try to find out when, according to Wikipedia, furniture designed for Wait, use is by that animals. An, is that an article, history of pet furniture? Unfortunately, no. It takes you to the article Animal Furniture. Now, the okay. nice thing about the article Animal Furniture on Wikipedia, John, which it's, is a, divided, which... it's divided into two sections. Section one, furniture for animals. Section two, furniture, <laughs> furniture made from animals. animals. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that's not as funny as... I, 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 thought, it, I thought you were going to say furniture made by animals. I mean, it's still kind of funny. Anyway, according to music, this article... Music made for dogs by dogs. You know, uh, furniture designed for use by animals became a popular trend in the early 21st century. Hmm. So it probably existed prior to that, but it was not popular. Wait, which was wasn't popular? Furniture designed, furniture purpose built for animal use. Well, I want to. I think I have to call that because, uh, I mean, cat furniture has been a huge industry for my entire life i mean i'm 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 not certain that i agree with you uh cat furniture certainly existed i'm talking about for like your those i'm life. talking about like those cat towers you know mm -hmm. there's things that like i always kind of want to buy but i secretly cat just, trees I, I secretly want a one that's big enough for me to play in like yeah yeah John, according to Wikipedia, typical pieces include pet beds, dog houses, hammocks, dog coolers, cat trees, and extravagant play equipment. What is a dog cooler? Yeah, a few points about that sentence. <laughs> dog cooler is highly enigmatic. <laughs> and also, I like that I like that according to this article, the dog house is an item of furniture. Dog the dog house is the house is not an item of furniture. The house is where you put your furniture well, in. Well, it's I mean it's a gray area, I think. I I feel that this B is bit of a gray black bit of white. a greyhound area if you ask oh. me. Oh. Panel 2, John. <laughs> um did we even finish panel can I, 1? Can I stipulate that it is very hot where I am right now and I'm thirsty and I could enjoy a nice dog cooler? <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell but is probably not cooler? i bet if i found out what that actually was i would be like kind of grossed out it sounds like a refrigerator that you keep your dogs in oh to keep your dog from overheating <laughs> yeah keep your dogs nice and cool <laughs> on a uh, summer day you don't you don't want a hot dog um, i mean that's true i mean it's like you know, it sounds funny, but it's true. Anyway, panel two. Uh -huh. Also, John, extravagant play equipment. Play equipment is not furniture. That's a toy. Well, I mean, a cat tree, I guess, straddles that line, doesn't it? Because it, I mean, it certainly has an aspect of play to it. Yeah, I suppose. A cat tree is a separate separate category, according to Wikipedia. That's, okay, so that's <laughs> why it's a not a okay. very poorly written article. This, uh, um, this, this episode is... Uh, off the rails. It's very off topic. Yeah, I, I wonder if maybe having a co-host actually kept us on topic. <laughs> uh, have we have we uh, advertised the the uh, the, the, the new uh, co-host? Uh... 
rotation? I don't, I don't think we have. We'll definitely, hey, let's tease that now. Listeners, if oh. you want to find out the thing that John was saying, talking about, keep listening till the end of today's episode, which will probably come 40 to 50 minutes from now. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, well, let, let's just get on with it. Yeah, okay. So panel two. Did we, did we mention that in panel one, Garfield is saying, ah, 6 a.m., and he yeah, looks I kind did. of pleased? I did. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't mention that he looked pleased. Like he's not upset about I'm it. Glad, being 6 I'm glad you put that. Yeah, he's not. It's not like bleary eyed. You know, like oh, six a.m. No, no, no. Yeah. It's not like that. It's not like that at all. No, it's no. more of a ah, uh, six a.m. That is exactly what it's like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in panel, panel two, two, he continues. He continues uh, his thinking. Mm-hmm. He's facing the camera now, and he's he's thinking. The alarm clock has disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or or it's. I think we the camera has panned over to the left a little bit. Maybe Jim Davis realized he didn't know how to draw alarm clocks and was like, "Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm I'm through pressing my luck. Uh, let's see how this, you know, do the rest of it without it." Uh, anyway, Garfield is thinking this is my favorite time of day. Truth. This, Truth. listeners will recall. Uh, Referring to 6 a.m., which was mentioned in the mm. previous panel. Yeah. 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 6 a.m. being the antecedent to the pronoun this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, from from the continuity there from panel one to two and context clues, we can judge that this is a reference to 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. and not, mm-hmm. for example, Garfield's blankie. Or Garfield's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Panel three, John, Garfield has uh, covered his head back up. Mm-hmm, like we can mm-hmm. just see a little slit of maybe his eyes poking yeah. out from under the blanket. And he's thinking today's punchline, which is for sleep. I don't know about you, Chris, but uh-huh. I am excited. I am, I'm heartened. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and uh, just, I mean, I'm just generally pleased to see Jim Davis return to having punchlines in his strips, it's something we haven't seen for a while. Mm. Um, I mean, this is this this. It's I want to stress. Uh, it's not funny. Okay, I think we I think we can we we agree that it's not funny. We can we can get we it's can true. rush past that. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not funny, but it is definitely a punchline, and this is a panel three punchline. Mm-hmm. Something he hasn't he hasn't done for a while. True, or something John, he's just generally not very good at, I guess. Yeah, I mean, definitely having punchlines that are funny has never been Jim Davis's specialty. Um, I'm trying to remember now. I'm trying to think back to our episode 100 special when we worked out sort of a, a quadrant system. Um, I cannot recall offhand whether we had decided that it was preferable to have an unfunny strip with a punchline or an unfunny strip without a punchline. Uh, it was funny, no punchline was, was our favorite quadrant. Yeah, I, I, that's definitely the case. Yeah. Um, okay, no, no, we had decided that the worst possible <laughs> situation was a strip that was not funny but had a punchline. Oh, we did? <laughs> yeah, we did. our preferences at the time were no punchline plus funny is our best best arrangement. 
then funny with a punchline was okay. But not is... funny with no punchline was bad, and not funny with a punchline was worst. Oh, okay. So have you changed? Have you swapped those over in your head? Where now you think it, the worst situation is not funny with no punchline? Because I could respect that. I'm glad that you're challenging me on that. Um, I, I, hmm. Well, I, I don't know. I, I want to challenge the notion that I'm challenging you there. Okay. I'm asking for clarification. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I, look, I'll step up to that challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I, what, what makes me, it's not good, but it's true. I don't know. I mean, like there are definitely like unfunny mm-hmm. strips with punchlines that are less elegant than this, and this has a certain, um, like a certain rhythm to it that I think yeah. is acceptable. In a, in a mm. way that I think we, like, in a, in a way that some of those strips weren't when we were talking about, you know, an unfunny punchline. I agree with you, actually. You know what, yeah. John? Um, today's strip, the, uh, the text is not well written, <laughs> but it is not overwritten. It's terse. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's to the point, it, it almost seems like. It should be a haiku, <laughs> you know. Like it does. It has that general arc. It's like a you know a few words, relatively large number of words, and then very short number of words. You know. It doesn't, oh, I see what you mean. You know I what I mean? mean. Like like that at, at the very least, like that is a form that a a a, a joke would have. Yeah, I you mean know, it's 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 not great as a haiku because there's no reference to a season, uh, so that's problematic. I mean, I don't see that as a problem. I see that no, as an innovation. Well, I mean, I guess I'm more traditional than you are. Um, yeah, look, you know, it's you know what you know what I'll say for this strip. It's not terrible. Ah, uh, six a.m. This is my favorite time of day beat for sleep yeah you know how i i think i would phrase that a little differently i think i would say ah 6 a.m this is my favorite time of day for sleep (laughs) totally different yeah you can read it so many different ways that's what's great about today's strip you can read so there's so many possibilities uh, a, so many different of, readings, of so angles. many different interpretations. Yeah. Yep. Oh, oh, right. I'm hosting. Well, <laughs> you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, a very long podcast. You can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, you can send us an email, info at beingjimdavis.com. You can visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com. And, John, something new you can do at www.beingjimdavis.com. Oh, is this can, the thing you were teasing before? I wonder what it is. This is what we were teasing. I can't wait to find out. You can, and this is 100% true, John. Literally anyone can go to www.beingjimdavis.com and click the link to sign up as a co-host on our podcast. 
literally anyone in the world is allowed to sign up as a co-host on this podcast. True fact. You are not required to speak English. <laughs> you are not required to... Having an internet connection would be a plus, I think, but it is not a strict requirement. No, um, I mean... No, you, you could work around that. As long as you can record, you know, like about four hours of material. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out somehow. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure, just, you know, yeah. Yeah, so just go to W, and I'm, I'm, we mean this, we, we are, just to clarify, we are completely sincere about this. Is that right? Uh, yes. That if is, someone that signs up to host our podcast, they are welcome to join us. Yeah, we want to get some fresh blood up in this up yeah, this piece. Yeah, but probably uh, once every three weeks or so. Uh, one week out of three, we will we'll have a, a co-host. So just go to www.beingjimdavis.com and click host our podcast. <laughs> is, Chris, is, is the is the plan uh, for this like the, the big grand scheme? Is it to like? eventually uh make it so that you and i can just phase out of it completely i mean that would be an ideal outcome would it not i mean ideal for our listeners for sure yeah i mean i think it's i think it's win 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 yeah uh in that case anyway uh you can follow us on twitter at being davis or you can follow me at the chris winter follow me at inscrutable taco Thanks for listening and goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. It's a long one. They're all Sorry. long ones. It's fine.